You're listening to the Prospect Dugout Network. Join me, Nick Swisher, live on Facebook every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern for my hit series, Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. Submit your questions for a chance to be on the show at prospectdugout.tv. Thanks again for listening. Because I was always like a gear guy. Because I, I remember, I don't know how it is, but somehow like I got a hold of like your bats from some, oh, yeah. from somewhere. Hey, bro, there's a the, lot of them out there, bro. Hey, the Kept D. Kept trying to find the right one. D195L was Come my on. jam. Yes! <laughs> yes! Bro, do you know what that bat is made off of? Do you know where no. that bat originated from? Like I, I don't like. So it I just started off. Do, do you remember a dude by the name of Mark Teixeira? Or I mean, uh, do you what? remember a, guy, a dude by the name of Mark Tian? Mark Tian. Mark Tian. Yeah, right. Came up. He was yeah. in the Moneyball draft with us. It was me, him, like a couple other guys. Anyways, he had gotten a dozen bats from Xbat, and mm. he didn't like the way it felt. He said that the, the knob was was off. It didn't feel good. So I was, I started, I grabbed it one day and started hitting with it in instructional league. And it was just like, bang, bang, bang. And then you're like, bro, it's like my first full season trying to figure everything out. Like still trying to figure out what bat model. Cause there's like 8 million you could pick from. Right. And finally, bro, I locked into this X bat. I sent it off to my guys at Louisville slugger and it ended up being a mix of like an S3, an S318 head okay. and a C271L handle. So yep. just like, bro, it's the most balanced bat. You could choke up on it a little bit. Uh, you, you can swing a heavier bat because you have way more control of it. Oh, bro, you're taking me back, dude. I, got <laughs> I loved it, man. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, this bat. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, you know how it is. It's like you, when, you, when you find a bat and you go on that run, you'll never forget that bat. There's always that bat, and when mm-hmm. it dies, it's almost like, no, hey, like, like you got to say a prayer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, that bat just gave me that. That be, bat just got me knocks. Just pay for a couple meals, bro. Yeah, yeah. be on the <laughs> hey, be on the indie ball side of it, where you're like, I can't even afford to buy these custom oh, bats. Man. Like, I can't have this thing. Get them break. notebook bats, them notebook yeah. bats. Hey. You know what I mean? Well, just I used line to... after line after line. Oh, yeah. 47 grade bats coming at you, bro. Pro stock. <laughs> Hundred grains of pain, baby. <laughs> But Louisville oh. used to do a thing for minor league guys, which was cool, which you could, if you had your like player's card or whatever, yeah. you would actually go to the factory and buy like MLB sendbacks. So like if you were like, if you were in the big leagues and you got a bat and so, you know how some guys are like, ah, oh, this is a half ounce too heavy. Like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could go buy them for 30 bucks a bat. Oh. So like, I would always drive up because I, I lived in Atlanta. Like, I would always drive up in the off season oh. and, like, just stock up. Just you're getting dominate, the, you're getting, bro. Just annihilate Louisville Slugger. Legit would. Yeah. Like, dude, I, yeah. I, got, some, I got some prime time oh, bats. Prime I mean, I remember I got, like, a Josh Hamilton bat one time, which that's was not, a that's log. Not a bat. That's a telephone pole, yeah, bro. It was a log. <laughs> yeah. I had a – I had a, like a Mike. I had a Mike Stanton bat oh, before yeah. he changed his name. Before he changed his name, <laughs> <to> Big G. 
That's amazing, dude. It was awesome. That's yeah, crazy, bro. Like just to, like, but now it's like you look on the circuit and there's uh, so many different back companies now. Exactly. Everybody has a guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. Chandler was making a run. Barry Bonds. I mean, you remember Sam Bat with Barry Bonds and it had the bat. Come on. Yeah. Like everybody had like their guy. For sure. I remember a long time ago, right, right when Marucci came out, mm. oh, we, yeah. we'd be in the clubhouse like, yo, what's that M on that bat? Yeah, what, what is that thing? And what that's before it? like really like Google was popping. So you, you didn't think like, <laughs> no, I'm going to go yeah. and Google this. Like you're just exactly, like, oh, yeah. I got to figure this out. Yeah. Dude, oh, hey, by yeah. the way, by the way, I forgot to say we're live. I just went live. So, but I'll start it in a few minutes. Just fin- finishing up. Oh, okay. But keep going, talking about those bats. Yeah, man. I was just yeah, saying, like, the sure. Marucci bat, when it hit the scene, you were just like, wow. And now it's like Victus. Victus is out there. They're, they have rock bats. Yeah. Uh, Louisville sure. Sluggers change up their logo. They got some swaggy stuff. Uh, Marucci, bro, is still, in my mind, top of, the, top of the food chain right now. I mean, just like – but For also, sure. too, when I was first coming up, bro, I don't know about you, but, like, stock bats, when you had to go to the equipment manager to get bats, they were all ash bats. Now every stock bat is a maple bat, which right. for me is like, wow, bro. Like, that's so amazing because swinging with maple bats is like swinging with an aluminum bat compared to an ash bat in my mind. Exactly. You know? No, yeah. So. You were getting, getting Louisville pro stock in the moment, <laughs> and you were getting two. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. Just two, dude. So don't get jammed <laughs> that night, bro. Don't get jammed. Right. Welcome, to spr- <laughs> hey, welcome to spring training. Here's two bats. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Hey, by the way, here's a direct protect too, by the way. <laughs> Cover your thumbs. <laughs> Anyways, man, let's hit it, bro. Come All on. All right, let's get rolling. Let's get rolling. Welcome to another edition of Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. I'm your host, Joel Hartman, at Hardy02 on Instagram, joined by my co-host and current Giants minor league hitting coach, Craig Maddox. But the star of the show is your boy Swish, Nick Swisher. The man keeping that same energy right here, always bringing it, ready to go. New setup, headphones, mic, new computer. Yeah, man. Everybody else had like their jerseys and stuff (laughs) like that. Hey, I just hung these up today, y'all, just for something. That's (laughs) it, man. So people be like, wow, that dude actually did play, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You did play. You're you're a 12 year MLB vet. Now you are special advisor. Uh, to the New York Yankees, and you're excited to be here. You're excited to share your message, share your point of view, dive deep with kids and yeah. parents and fans, and just talk baseball, talk the mental side, and do a lot of things. Um, before we get started, um, I want to thank everyone for joining, but I want to remind you to hit that share button so that way all your friends and family can see what you're tuning into. Drop a comment. I'll be monitoring the comments on Facebook and YouTube to see what's going on, ask some questions. We love to interact with the audience on Facebook. Um, if you're not following us on all the social media channels, make sure you do that uh, at Prospect Dugout and at your boy Swish. If you'd like to be on this show in the future, make sure you go to prospectdugout.tv to submit your question for Nick Swisher. Download the Prospect Dugout app, start getting exposure and hanging out with other baseball players today. Um, before we, before we jump into our first caller today, uh, I think Craig wanted to start it off uh, diving in kind of deep with, with Nick real quick just to kind of get things first, going. Can we talk about how our boy Craig looks good today, bro? He got <laughs> oh a muddy haircut, bro. Look at him. He's all edged up, bro. He's feeling good. 
Hey, Listen. shot at Craig. Do it, kid. That's what I'm talking Quar about. Quarantine Boy. has done your boy well. I've spent a lot of time <laughs> watching YouTube videos on how to cut hair. And today, like, I woke up. The top was out of control. I was like, all right. I'm, I'm rolling the dice. I'm slicing it up. And you and know you what? It worked out all right. Yes. So yes I'm sorry yes, to my barber. Yourself, kid. <laughs> sorry to my barber, but I'm saving money every month now. There you go, baby. There you go. <laughs> All right, sorry, Joel. My bad, bro. No, so we wanted to dive in. Wait, I can just I can add on to that conversation. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Before before Nick joined and before we went live, he was definitely using his camera as a mirror. So I'll just throw that out there, just to let everybody. I love it, man. Hey, I can still remember. You remember the Bryce Harper commercial where, where his brother got the video and he had double hair dryers, bro, going like straight up on his hair. That's you right there, Greg. He's got good ready. hair, man. He's like this. I'm not gonna lie, he does have to just fade it up. <laughs> hey, you look good, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Go ahead, take it away, Craig. He's Dude, I gotta step it up. He's, He's kicking ready. it with Swiss. This isn't a cup of coffee podcast. No, 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 He's no. He's kicking this it with Swiss. No around, baby. Yeah. Better bring your game. <laughs> so, we, you know, every episode we want to dive a little bit deeper because you have a ton of experience and you've you've experienced some pretty cool things that you know we touched on last week very few people get an opportunity to experience, you know, in their lifetime. So to dive a little bit deeper with you, you've played for some pretty, you know, legendary managers. You know, you played for a lot of people don't realize you played for Ozzie Guillen. Uh, you, play, you played for uh, Joe Girardi. You played for Terry Francona. Yep. Um, you you played for Freddie Gonzalez, who was really the protege of Bobby Cox. Not a lot of people know that either. So my question to you is, you know, out of all those managers, and a lot of managing in the big leagues, I think, is working with personalities right. and being able to manage those personalities. Um, wh what do you think was like some cool facts of, of maybe – each of those managers that you really appreciated and you know you go to you go to Chicago with Ozzie Guillen yeah. kind of a transition time in your career and then you go to you know New York and then it's it's Jeter, A-Rod, Sabathia, totally, Pettit, totally. Sada, and then Joe Girardi like crazy. Yeah totally man and and I've been so blessed to be able to do that and to to, I guess, learn from each and every one of them. Um, I, I, I first learned Ozzy Guillen. I mean, he's like me, man. He's fire. And sometimes when you put fire and fire together, sometimes it doesn't always click, right? But at the end of the day, right, it's a working environment, right? Like you have to try and find a way to get past all that. And so for myself, I mean, we did a great job of, of being able to communicate and, and, and get along together. Yeah, we had our battles just like a lot of people do. But at the end of the day, he was my manager. And I, and I always had respect for somebody like that because I knew at the end of the day, he was the one making the lineup card. So I think, you know, for myself, you know, also too, coming over and playing for someone like, like a Joe Girardi. I mean, he was kind of, you know, more of the, the stoic side of things and, and more of like the, you know, more like, uh, like Joe Torre-esque, right? I mean, he took over right after Mr. T did. And to be able to be around him, I think the one thing I took away from him was his work ethic. I mean, it was crazy because it was like, he worked harder than anybody else on the team, right? I mean, the best in-shape dude, right? Chiseled up, bro, like six-pack, right? Just like chiseled up. Has, it, has had the same breakfast for the last like 40 years. I mean, the guy's very regimented. And I think for myself, one of the things I took away from him 
was the work ethic, but also the routine. I mean, for myself, I felt like I was at my best when I knew what my routine was, when I knew exactly what I was going to do that day. I knew when I was getting to the ballpark. I knew exactly when I was getting to the cage, right? I knew when I was getting in the hot tub. I knew what time I was getting dressed. Like, I knew exactly, like, how everything would go. And I took a lot of that away from him because he was really, really good at that, as well as all those other players. Uh, Ken Maka I had early in my career. Bob Guerin, who is now the bench coach, over to Dave Roberts with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, it's crazy because the coaching style has changed so much since I was there. It's not that I'm a fossil. I mean, maybe these white hairs say that. But at the end of the day, a lot of things have changed. Back in the day when things, you know, when there was a discussion of some sort, it was always the manager that would win that battle. Uh, now it's, it's, it's more of a, uh, a communicating together, right? Like a, a walking together, right? Side by side, let's, let's do this. It's the Bobby Knights of the world are no, no longer there. That's, that's, not, that's not how people manage. That's not how people communicate with each other. And so now it's like you have to find ways that you can that, that you could get to people, right? Because back in the day, if they didn't like it, they would just yell at you, right? Just be like, hey, you, right? Like you're doing this wrong. But now it's like you, you can't do that because that, 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 that hurts a lot of people's feelings. And I get that. So now it's like even for yourself being a coach, trying to find ways to like, you know, move forward and to try and communicate with players, I think is, is the best thing. And, and for myself, I feel that communication is key with anything just like us on, on, this, uh, on this live stream. And even for myself, the, the lucky chance I get to talk to some of these young kids, I just kind of just wrap, you know, wrap my head around exactly the things that they're going through. So mm -hmm. everybody's always grinding through something, bro. And for myself, I've got a big personality. Sometimes it didn't always clash with the manager. But at the end of the day, man, we all got to do it together, right? I mean, we're all trying to win a championship, and that's what I wanted to do most of all. Absolutely. Sure. That's awesome. Well, that's good. Uh, well, let's, let's jump into our first, uh, first guest. He is a USC <laughs> Trojan signee. Um, Malachi let's Wickley. Go! Malachi Wickley is joining us. Can y'all hear there we me? Go. Yeah, we got you now. What's up, man? What's up, What's happening, baby? Oh, man. There he is. Hold All right. I can't what's, hear what's going on? Can you hear me? You there? Oh, we see him. Yeah, we can hear you, brother. Sw sli swipe your uh, screen to the left or the right to go to gallery view so you can see all of us. Connecting audio. So, yeah, he's a uh, 2020 committed to USC. Um, I've seen him play. He is a corner infielder, drops bombs, throws the ball hard as well. Let's see. And it's a very intense guy, bro. Look at his face right there. He's like, I'm he's trying to figure out the audio. I'm get this thing on, bro. He's going to get it on. All right. I don't know what's Anyways, going on. That's, he looks like he's driving on the way to the beach somewhere. Yeah, like man. Where, where you at, bro? Yeah, man. They got those beaches open where you are? I know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put him back in the waiting room and I'm going to go ahead and bring the next guest in just so we can get rolling. Um, we've got Kaysen Campbell. Let's see here. Kaysen. Yeah. There he is. There he is. There Where's he is. your audio, buddy? Can you hear us, bro? Can you, can you hear us? You got to connect your audio, buddy. Your Bluetooth, your, uh, your AirPods are not connected to your phone. No, he getting it. He getting it. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Man. Hey, but 
makes it makes you appreciate the first class the first the first class the first episode of kicking it with swift everybody was like boom 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 bang, bang, these guys were bang, like bang. swing and miss this double change the ups to no, start off the event there. he hears us you hear us don't you homie he got us can you hear us casey i don't know i'm gonna put i guess i'm gonna put him <laughs> hey joe do your thing craig check it <laughs> even though it's funny man because it's like you can remember back to even like when you were playing like little league baseball, right? And you can remember like your favorite managers, right? And at the end of the day, your favorite managers were the ones that made you want to come to the ballpark each and every day, right? The guys that made you want to come and like be part of something great and be better each and every day. I think those are the most influential people, even for myself, because I would much rather follow a leader, right? Rather than somebody like who doesn't have a game plan and you as well, bro. Yeah, no, I mean that, that, that reigns true, and, and that question was directed towards you to just kind of give a little insight to the guys, the kids that are watching, but also the coaches, man. Like, it's not a one-way one street even in the big leagues nowadays. Totally, bro. It's a totally. big-time communication flow big time. And, and working together, and everybody's working towards the same goal. Let, you know, like, let's, let's go out and win today. No doubt. Let's make no you doubt, successful. Hey, you, hey, man, you've been watching The Last Dance with Michael? <laughs> Right, come on, no, bro. I caught that. Yeah, that's I'm what he wanted to. to do. He wanted to win, bro. And for myself, mm -hmm. I dig that because I actually did a little, uh, a little um, uh, Zoom with the Yes Network today in New York, and they were looking back on the 2009 season when we won the World Series. I will always be referred to as a champion, bro. That feels so good, right? Like you can't take that away. Mm -hmm. And for myself, somebody that's not even of a monster name, but of someone that just loves the sport and wants to help out. For myself, bro, I could always say I was a champ, bro. Like, mm -hmm. I was a champ. Like, not a whole lot of people get to say that. So, I feel so blessed to be able to do that. But, like you're saying, man, it takes a village. And the manager is usually it, is the guy who usually it starts with, you know? For but sure. we got Malachi back we in got the Malachi easy back. There we go. We're He's back. in the house, yeah, now. Hey, we got guys. him. <laughs> How are y'all? Uh, we're good, doing bro. good, man. What's going on with you, bro? How you been? Man, I've been good. Just trying to get through this whole quarantine thing, man. It's crazy. Oh, bro, I'm telling you, man. What have you been doing, bro? For myself, I've been going stir crazy, too. I hung up some old jerseys oh today, God. gave me something to do. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I have school every day from, like, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. because it's still on. So, I moved from Texas to California to go to high school um, last year, my junior year. And so, my school is still on their time. So, it's 8, eight to 2, but it's 10 to 4 for me. Oh, so, I feel my dad – he owns like a like a stage building company, so he has this like huge warehouse. So we converted it into like a total baseball facility. Oh, so we got sick. like a batting cage oh, and like sick. weights and everything. Yes, I'm telling you, man, it's crazy to see like how creative people have to get during this sort of quarantine. Because, bro, let's be honest, man, we may never have to go through something like this ever again in our lives. So while we're in right. this place, when yeah. that bell comes to ring again, we got to make sure we're ready. Right. And I mean, like, no weight plates were anywhere. Like, no one had weight. So, I mean, me and my dad literally, like, poured concrete weights. Did you really? Had, like, oh, bro, out. that's awesome. It's crazy. I mean, just, like, everything sold out. No, no one has anything. And it's just, yeah. like, you got to find a way to get it in. But I like this kid already, bro. I know. Joe, I like <laughs> this dude right here, bro. He's awesome. So, I mean, just, like, you know, for all of us, you know, just to be able to kind of, like, come on here and kind of get together and just talk about like the things that are going on. It's so fun because even for myself to be able to learn exactly like what you're going through. I mean, like 
bro, I mean, this, you're in a totally different world than where I am, bro, right? Like, I mean, I've got kids and they're right. going to be your age at some point. But right now with where you are and like just trying to deal with this, even on the emotional side of things, it's got to be crazy, bro. You don't get to hang out with your friends. You, you, you get off that routine. I mean, it's got to be like trippy. Well, I mean, it was just crazy because like my entire dream kind of just got put on hold, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm committed to USC and that's still on the table, but like, I mean, there was, like, plans for the draft, and there was, like, plans for, like, professional career, and it all just kind of got, like, paused. Right. And, I mean, my, my season got canceled seven games in, and, I mean, it was just, like, everything just got paused, like, really, really quickly. Yeah. I'm so sorry that you're going through that, bro, because at the end of the day, man, it's crazy. Even for myself, being able to, to be a special advisor, the entire amateur side of things is com- completely just turned upside down. It's like you're a prime example. I mean – Bro, you, you're a stud prospect. At the end of the day, the dreams of you going to the professional level right now, you're right, are put on hold. I mean, how are you dealing with that? Are you right. just saying, hey, whatever's next, you know, I just like, I, I got to just keep grinding. I got to just like keep doing what I know is possible. Right. I mean, honestly, I mean, I just, I know that there's going to be baseball in the future at some point. So I just got to be, I mean, ready to compete, whether that's at the professional level. or I mean, if I go to school, there's 45 guys on campus. Right. So, I mean, I got to be ready to win a spot. And that's going to be extremely hard to do with the guys that are, I mean, four or five years older than me. Right. So, I mean, I'm just trying to be ready and just, like, work my hardest to just be the best I can be. So, I come in there and I'm hitting the floor running. Man, dude, he's got it right, man. He's got it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For everybody that's listening, man, like, just take a peek because, like, there's always somebody out there that's working harder, right? There's, all buddy, there's always somebody else out there that you're chasing, right, that you want to be better than. Just have that competition with yourself, man. Like, mm. especially during this time. Like, know that you're going to continue to keep getting better because you know what you're doing is right. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I think sure, it's awesome. Man. Like, bro, I just, like, I want to give you, like, some – I want to give you some love. Be like, homie, you're doing it right, man. Like, I'm proud of you, bro. Like, just to, like – Thank you. Because at the end of the day, I, I mean, we're still – bro, it's hard for me to wrangle my kid in to get ready for her Zoom at, like, 1145, bro. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> So for you to be so locked in and so, and so laser focused on where you are, man, I'm so proud of you, bro, because at the end of the day, that's the first step you need. Because wherever you're going to go, the collegiate level or the professional level, it was all meant to be like that. So don't let any right. part of that journey slip by. Enjoy every part of it, because once you do get to the top of that mountain, you're going to be like, that's what I'm talking about, bro. I enjoyed that entire ride because not everybody gets to take that ride, homie. Not everybody gets to stay on that, you know, not everybody stands at the mountaintop. Right. So keep chasing that dream, homie. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, take care of yourself. Do the right things. Take care of your family, right? But at the end of the day, bro, don't stop grinding. Don't stop chasing because that's awesome, bro. There's guys like you that are going to make our game better, bro. For real. Thank you. I appreciate that. You got it, man. No doubt, bro. Keep being you, kid. Keep being you, bro. That's awesome, man. I love it. I love this. This is like, it's, my, it's one of my favorite parts about doing these calls. It's like, I literally get to talk to people that I would never have the ability to talk to again. And at the end of the day, what I'm taking away from you, Malachi, is that, by the way, everybody else watching this better recognize because he's working hard too. Everyone else better realize, hey, they better be working too. We're all battling up against each other at the end of the day. And for you, bro, to right. be where you're at right now, to have that mindset, to keep that strong mental focus, because I think with a lot of kids in your position right there, it's a, men- it's a mental grind. It's tough. It's like, bro, I could go through 8 million different ideas of what's going to happen. 
And it's funny because, you know, I talk to my wife about this all the time. And, bro, my girls are six and three, bro. So the things I'm trying to teach them are crazy different. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to teach them, like, hey, let's live the day for the day, right? Let's not look so far ahead that we already planned so many things because sometimes we don't know what's coming next. Sometimes we get thrown that 2-0 breaking ball, right? We're like, oh, kind of buckle me right there, you know? Sometimes we, you know, we don't know that. So I think for you, man, you're doing such an awesome job and your parents and yourself done an awesome job at keeping you focused in because enjoy it, bro. Enjoy this so-called little break, right? Because at the end of the day, homie, you're never going to get a chance to rest like this again. Because whatever the next step is, when you go, right, on USC's campus, homie, I live in LA too, baby. I mean, bro, the sun is out, right? Like everybody's there. I couldn't even imagine the competition level at USC at this point in time. So for you, bro, like, hey, you're ahead of that game, bro. Just be you, man. Keep grinding and know that that next level, bro, it's just like this one. It's just the next speed up, right? It's not about competing against anybody else, competing against you because you know you're going to continue to keep building yourself, bro. I'm stoked for you, man. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, man. yeah the, cream, the cream always rises to the top, man. And this is, a, this is one of those times where – that cream's going to rise faster because everybody's in the same situation. You know what I mean? Everybody's season came to a halt real fast. So those guys like yourself who are, who are using this time to grind and get better are, are just going to jump those guys that are, Man, are complacent. Right, yeah, hit you know? that round run of Craig. You're right, Malachi. You yeah. said it, baby. When that bell rings, I want to be ready, right, from Jump Street. Because who knows how long of even an, an offseason you're going to have to prepare to get ready for next spring. Right? Like, you don't know how many at-bats you're going to get, right? You don't know how many practices you're going to get to be in front of those brand-new coaches. So whoever the, right. the coach is, you want to make that immediate impact. And the easiest way to make an impact is be the hardest worker. And at the end of the day, bro, it's like, bro, you pouring your own concrete, kid. You ain't got nothing to worry about, bro. You're going to be working hard. There ain't no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I think something, too, to look at is if, if we were still playing right now, you'd, you'd be working out, you'd be training – everybody on your team would be doing the same thing. So now it comes to the point where everything is stopped. So working out and training, that's, that should be your standard. Like that's normal for you at this time, but it's those that are not putting that in. It's not because they don't have the physical ability or they don't have the talent or whatnot. It's because they don't have that mental toughness that you're displaying right now. Like that's more, that's way more than half the battle is actually starting like you'll figure things out you'll figure out how to stay in shape you'll figure out how to get live at bats you'll figure out how to get your name out there and do that for you know the draft and all that stuff with what's going on but like it's just a matter of you actually going out there and, and doing it and recognizing you need to do it as well for sure i mean, I, mean I think i think that's been the hardest thing honestly is like i don't know when i'm gonna return so i mean if if I had a date that was like, okay, June 1st, you're going to play again, or like May 15th, you're going to play again. I mean, I think that would make it easier for a lot of people, but I mean, it's just kind of a, like an open date that I just got to be ready for whenever they call me, which is just kind of crazy. Hey, bro, like completely crazy. I mean, it's something like this has never happened. Bro, we're struggling trying to find sports, man. Like we're watching, I watched some cornhole the other night, bro. I was telling you guys, man, like, <laughs> let's be honest. I need some baseball, man. I need to see some <laughs> Now it's just like I'm just scrolling through clips because even for myself, like yeah. the amateur side is like where I'm, I'm really, really uh, excited about. Like, because at the end of the day, man, you have to have a good crop of guys because you want to continue to keep growing your game and moving it forward. So for us, like, you know, like to be able to not have the ability to see that one kid from his junior year to his senior year 
or from his senior year and he's trying to really make a name for himself. I feel like there's a lot of kids that for you that you played against or even on your team who were maybe on the brink of getting that college scholarship and then maybe somebody couldn't see them enough or didn't get enough tape on them and now they're hesitant to pull the trigger on trying to give them a scholarship. Seriously. I mean, we had one guy. Um, so my team, I was the only committed senior. And then we had a junior that was committed to Columbia. But, I mean, we had four seniors that were definitely, like, college baseball material. I mean, one guy, definitely D1 prospect. He had tons of schools interested. And then they just didn't get enough tape on him. He didn't really go out during the summer to play. And he was starting to get offers. And then they all just, like, they changed all his offers to preferred walk-ons. And now he's just in a wait and see to see, I mean, if he's going to even play this summer to get that scholarship. And it's just crazy. It is I mean, crazy. I'm so blessed to, like, have that part figured out for me, so I have that option. But, I mean, there's so many guys that were on the brink of getting that scholarship, like you said, that just got that pulled from them. And, I mean, those guys, it's, it's just so – it's got to be brutal for them. I mean, he's right, man. I, I couldn't even imagine. Could you imagine being a parent? of a child going through Crazy. something like this, right? Like, like not even knowing. I mean, come on, man. I don't want my kids to ever leave, bro. Mm. I don't want them to <laughs> yeah. ever leave, right? Yeah. But at some point, they are. They're going to be just where Malachi is saying, all right, hey, if the next step, what's my next step? What am I going to do next in my life, right? What am I going to do to continue to try and, you know, get myself to wherever I want to be? But, man, yeah. I couldn't even imagine what parents are going If you are, if you're a parent, you're watching and you're going through that, we got love for you yeah, because sure, it's a sure. tough time. And I don't think anybody really has the answers for all that stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. Just a big, no, I guess, no. a vir virtual hug for you for real. Yeah, for sure. And just know that we're all, everybody's going through it. So, you know, you're not losing any ground. Right. Um, you know, everybody's not getting recruited right now. Everybody's not getting scouted right now. So I know, like, we've talked to a few people like on Sunday on a recruiting mastermind about, you know, what do I do? My season, I'm a sophomore. My season got crushed. Yeah. Everybody's season got crushed. And we feel yeah. for that because like, thankfully I've taken my last swing. Like I don't, I don't have that panic. Yeah, me too, but, dog. No <laughs> mas, no mas, baby. No mas. But like everybody's going through it. So, you know, just get around a good support group of people Make sure that you're always got your ear to information because once this, like Nick was saying, once this starts back up, you yeah. don't know the speed that it's going to start back yeah. up. It might start up and everybody might ease into it and that would be ideal, but it might and start up and we put it on hyper mode. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, and by the way, be... at the end of the day, you got to be ready to go. Hyper mode, baby. You got to be ready to go. That's the end That's of the it. day, man. Because at the end of the day, Malachi, we stay ready so we don't have to get ready. <laughs> right yeah that's it cool man love it man hey bro thank you so much for coming on man i appreciate you yeah bro. thank like, you best so much. of luck to you we'll be following your entire career man keep doing yep. your thing brother yeah man thank y'all appreciate you guys appreciate it. all right take it all right, easy. brother take it easy man that I dude's mean, got it man i mean that's come good. on bro like that's it, got it. it for somebody of even in my job description where uh, characters, like having, having, a, having, a, having the character of who a human being is, is the one thing that I feel like I'm good at looking mm -hmm. inside somebody and seeing if like they're a good person or not. I mean, come on, tell me his parents didn't do a good job with that yeah, kid, buddy. right? Yeah, exactly. buddy. Wow. So, and, hey, and, by the way, if yeah. I, if, if the thing I took away, man, if I'm watching this and I just saw a kid like Malachi on there and not only that, man, that kid's a Look, you see how big and strong Huge. he's looking? And, not, and he's telling me how hard he's working and he's telling me what he's doing on an everyday basis. If I'm watching this and, and I'm Nick Swisher 
at 18 years old, homie, I'm on. The, I, I'm doing something. I'm on. I'm. I'm doing five as many push-ups as I could do. I'm doing <laughs> something because I know that that kid probably has way more skill than I have, and I'm gonna have to do my best because I'm gonna have to outwork him, and that's gonna be hard because nowadays all these kids are working like that, man. They're yeah. all working that hard. I just think everyone else needs to watch and 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 take a peek and see what everybody else is doing because it's not about who's the best on your little league team. Because at the end of the day, man, everybody's trying to get there. And Malachi right there is a prime example of a kid who's, whose dream that everybody wants to have has been put on hold. He doesn't know what's going on. He's, he's done his best to put himself in the best position for him to be successful, but he still doesn't know what's going to happen, man. And I think there's yeah. so many kids out there in that yeah. spot. And just like you yeah. said, Craig, man, like we're going to get through it and, and, and life's going to go on. It's, it's a little tough right now, but we'll get through it. Right. And, but developing those habits right now are going to play so much further down the road for him that he doesn't even recognize that yet. And I think like understanding the work ethic that it's taken for him to, it's easy when everybody's going to practice or, you know, the team's going to the cage to hit, but when you're putting in that work and like he said, like we converted my dad's warehouse into like a baseball facility. When you're oh, putting in that so, kind of work, like mm-hmm. that kind of work ethic, like doesn't change. And yeah. that kind of work ethic you're going to need when you walk onto campus at USC, you're going to need if you get the opportunity to get drafted by a team like the New York Yankees, like oh, they expect man, that kind of work ethic. You know what I mean? And if you already got that, that's on auto. Yeah. Like you're set up for success yes. and not even in baseball, just in life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know? Because at the end of the day, man, a lot of these kids that are watching, man, like they're not, they're, they, they might not make it to be a professional baseball player, but like learn some other things from listening to all these kids or listening to us that it's not about just the game. It's about life. And it's about being successful in something, have mm-hmm. a passion and pride in something in life. And for, for Malachi, just, it happens to be baseball. For myself, it happens to be baseball. For a lot of people out there, it might not be. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you want to do in life, you got to grind. Yeah. You got to get down and dirty, man. You got to go after it. Because nowadays, bro, the competition level is only getting better. That's it. Only hey, getting harder. Lying. Only Especially getting with this thing right here. Ah, bro, it's crazy, man. But at the it's end of the day. It's all at your fingertips. I know. But at the end of the day, you could <laughs> use that for fuel. Because for myself, no grow, growing up in West Virginia, I could be like, oh, man, hey, I know that kid in Cali, bro. I know how he's working. I know mm-hmm. what he's doing, right? I got my eye on that guy because right. that's how I was. I always tried to make it a competition, whether they knew it was a competition or not, mm-hmm. because I always thrived in that competition. I always loved that. That was the thing that kind of kept me going because it's tough, man. It's not always easy. you got to be able to find ways through difficult times in your life, and right now could be one of those difficult times for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. So th- this, this is kind of a good segue into one of the other things I wanted to kind of ask you about and dive a little bit deeper into Nick Swisher, the human. Okay. <laughs> See how I changed my name down here, brother, Tom? It's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's official. Change it up, dude. Swisher Lissus. So, so in this time, I know me and you were talking yesterday a little bit about um, like seniors. And like what they're going through, not just high school seniors, but college seniors, guys that maybe have played their last game of baseball. So it got me thinking and I was like, you know what? Like, I want to ask Nick his his biggest memory from his senior year of high school. And then I know you just went three years to 
Ohio, the Ohio State. That's right. Really. That's okay. right. You so show your it last, you show it loud, right? <laughs> right. So the last, your junior year. So your last college experience, like yeah. through the course of that year, maybe not the specific last game, right. but through the course of your senior year in high school and your final year at the Ohio State University. Um, like, what are some of your memories that you took from there? Yeah. So um, I feel like. Um, uh, one of the things I take most about my senior year in high school was more than baseball for myself, man, it was high school football, bro. We set like the <laughs> national record for shutouts that season. Bro, we were nasty, dude. We ended up losing. There was a kid, his name was J.R. House. He actually played the big leagues for the Pittsburgh Pirates, right? I remember. He was the quarterback that beat us in the semifinals, man. He was, a, he was nasty, bro. He threw for like 8 million yards in high school, bro. Like, bro, at, broke every record, and he did the same thing against us. So, that was the one thing I really remember most about my senior year. I also remember my last baseball game that we played. And I just remember looking around the locker room and looking at all the guys that I knew weren't ever going to play baseball again. And that's a sad, sad time, bro. Because for myself, bro, if I didn't have sports, I don't know where I would be. I feel like sports keep people out of trouble, right? Like sports give people something to do. I mean, look how crazy it is in the world now without sports. So I don't know, man. I, I, I just remember looking around and just wanting, to, wanting it to never end, never wanting to take off my jersey, right? Like never wanting to take it off. And, and then I remember, it, you know, my junior year. And at that point, bro, like that was before, like, you know, you know, where like the internet was as big as what it was. That was before people were ranked and prospects and the whole nine. I mean, for myself, bro, all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to win, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to mash because I'm like, bro, it's my junior year. I'm not super great at college school, right? Like, it's not really my thing, right? You know, like, I love being around people, but, like, school wasn't my thing, man. I'm all over the place, dude. It's hard to, like, really lock it in other than for, like, two or three minutes when I'm hitting, bro. That's it. <laughs> you know? So, I think for myself, just, like, I don't know. I mean, just, like, being in uh, – wait, wait, where was I going on that, bro? I totally lost my train of thought right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, totally you're, hey man, you're just talking about your didn't want to take final year. year at didn't want to leave. Oh, you want yeah. to stay and there. Then all of a sudden, they talking about the opportunity to get drafted, and I'm yeah. like, man, I mean, that's like the ultimate goal. So for myself, I never ran into any problems like these kids are going through right now. But for these seniors and stuff that are moving on to other things, it's like you wish everybody the best of luck because you're leaving a piece of yourself behind. And, you know, like for myself, I was always able to keep it going. And I just remember retiring and, and just breaking down into like a ball of tears. Like just because Brad Fisher was my first base coach with Oakland. And he always said, as long as you keep that uniform on, you have a lifetime pass to be a kid as long as you want. And the day that I took that jersey off, he was right. I had, to, I was a dad. I had like wake up in the morning. I'm making breakfast every day. You know, like I'm driving kids to school. Like I had, I, I turned into a grown up. So for myself, I just remember taking that jersey off for the final time and just literally breaking down because you just you knew it was finally over. And for myself, I guess I was one of those fortunate guys that got to do it for a little longer than most. For sure. Sweet. Let's, let's try to get Case and Campbell back in here and see what he's got. I was texting him. He said he thinks Bro, I was going right there, and I completely forgot what I was talking <laughs> that about. That was hilarious because you said, I'm not, like, I'm not good with school. I'm all about, over man. the place. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, where was I going with that? <laughs> It was like true, perfect man. timing. So like true. perfect timing. All right, let's see. I let him in. I'm asking him to start his video. But no, man, that's oh, there we go. Kason. There we go. 
Hello. Can you hear us? Casey, can you hear us, bro? What's up, man? How you doing, baby? Oh, no. We lost him again. Uh, check your mic, dude. It might be muted. Mm. Is the volume? It's not muted. I don't see that on there. That's weird. Um, I want to talk to that kid, bro. He got some swag right there. He does already. Oh, there we go. I see his mic. There we go. There we go. There oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Welcome to the show, baby. You made What's it. Up, bro? The old school brewer's hat on. I like it, man. Oh, man. He got that big yeah, buddy. The orange on there, bro. Oh, that's his high school man. hat. That's sick. Right. How you doing, Casey? What's going on, bro? Doing well, man. How about you? Ah, oh, brother, I'm doing great, man. We're having so much fun. I mean, you've been listening to us, bro. We're all over the place, man. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> hey, how you been doing through all this quarantine, man? Like, what have you been doing uh, at home? Trying to keep yourself ready? Working out. Working out every day. Yeah. We, uh, we got a building. Got some cages, bullpen every day, man. Just working. I love that, man. Love you know, it. Could you, could you imagine, fellas, like, literally, just, like, sitting at home, Literally putting on a t-shirt and still keeping like your boxers on, going to school all day long, right? And they go in and just mashing baseballs I'm or throwing you. bullpens, right? Until like, that was the, that was the dream when we were growing up, <laughs> right? I wouldn't have a bed in that building, bro. I wouldn't even have a home with it, mom. I love you. I'm not making a home. I'm gonna be here until I kick till I fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> awesome. So what else, man? What else is good? Oh, man, just spending time with family, watching some baseball on TV, old games. I love that, and just having fun. Yeah, I was going to say, man, because KBO, right, started last yeah. night, right? And I know a lot of people are watching that stuff. Hey, bro, the bat flips are insane. Over there. Insane, dude. Like, somebody would catch one in the ribs yeah. next to it, no <laughs> doubt. There would be a oh, lot of hurt down. feelings over here on, on stateside. Oh, yeah. No way. Jeez, man. So, I don't know, man. I just – I feel like – I'm like you, man. I want it to get back. And yeah, I'm ready to play. Like, yeah, it's got to be one of those things where it's like you don't know exactly when things are going to get popping again. So for you, it's right. like trying to stay ready, trying to, I guess, at the end of the day, try to enjoy it as much as you can, because like yeah. you're saying, when it's time to go, it's time to go. You got to be ready. Mm -hmm. That's it. Where, Casey, where are you from, man? You sound like you're from New York. McCrory, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> About 1,800 people here. That's right. Hey, bro, I, come from, I come from a little small town too, homie. Love it. You know what I say, bro? From the outhouse to the penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Let's go. Baby. Let's yes, go. Sir. That's amazing, uh, man. I love that, bro. I love that. What you got for us? Yes, you got sir. anything today for us? Uh, how do you train or when you played every day? What was that like? Yeah, I think, I think uh, it's funny you say that, man, because it's like right now that's the biggest thing we're talking about is guys just staying ready, staying healthy, right, getting themselves yes, ready sir. to play. And even at the big league level, it's got to be a completely more emotional than anything because it's like these guys are getting paid all that money to do it. I mean – for y'all, Casey, you guys are just getting ready to, like, play at the next level, like, move yeah. yourself up. So it's funny because now with the internet and, and with the ability to just kind of touch everything, we can learn so much. And I think we have learned. There's so many different philosophies on exactly how to train people and how to train professional athletes at the highest level. I think we're always trying to learn more. But I think for myself, I, I've done everything from yoga to boxing <laughs> to – Muay Thai, 
to I did a couple Zumba classes. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, all different t- powerlifting type training. Uh, I did a country boy workout one off season where I was pushing around trucks and chopping down trees and stuff. Bro, I came back fluffy. <laughs> I was like, Big time. Bro, like ready to go, you know? So I think there's so many different styles of things that you can do. I think the one thing that makes baseball so different than all the other sports is you got to do it all year long. Mm-hmm. Right? At the end of the day, man, I remember back in 2009 when we won the World Series, we played 211 games including spring training, the regular season, plus the postseason. That's crazy, bro. That's a lot of ball. 65 days of the year. So I guess if I could give you any advice, if it was be to moving forward, is to get to know your body. Get to know what works for you. Because regardless of where you go, whatever organization you go to, whatever college you go to, they are going to have a certain way of doing it their way. And you are going to have to adapt to doing it their way especially when you get there. And I think that's the thing. It's just kind of like having a good idea of of what works and and, and how everything feels because the old saying, you can't make the club in the tub, you know, right? (laughs) Like you got to be on the field. We got to stay healthy. And more than that, I think more than the training side of things. And I think even Craig can mix into this because he's coaching on the professional level as well. It's, it's like, it's all about even the nutrition side of things. Like even just like, you know, I, I, hey, bro, I played with, bro, some, like, dude, these dudes look like bodybuilders, bro. And I'm, like, pumping weights all day long. I take my shirt off, and I'm, like, bro, this is all I got. <laughs> this is it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so everybody's different. You know, you got to find out what works for you. But the one thing you got to have is, is work ethic, homie. You got to have that drive. Because that's it. If you have that solid, that solid background, then I feel like that you've already got to jump on most. Because yes, this isn't easy, and it's not, it's not always going to go well. And sometimes you're just going to have to work yourself through the tough times. But I always thought for myself, and, and we was even talking to you know, Malachi a little bit ago, it's like, if you want to make an impression on people, be the hardest worker in the room. Yes, you ain't going to say a word. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the bat flips and the chain popping and all that stuff, kid. You see what I'm saying, right? Like, that comes on the field, right? That comes after we put the work in. That comes after we, we're grinding right now with nobody's watching. Because right. I'm telling you what, even for myself as, a, uh, as an evaluator, I look at character, right? And I want to know about guys, and I want to know if they're grinding the way they should be when nobody's looking. Because guess That's what, right. baby? Playing in front of 50,000 people, you don't even have to get loose. You're just <laughs> loose, right? You're just Feel ready. It. But when you're playing in front of nobody, that's the, that's the tough times. That's the hard times. When no one knows what you put in to get there. The fact mm-hmm. that I didn't take a full vacation till I was 36 years old in my life because I was grinding trying to get to where you want to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's in there, bro. It's there if you want to get it. But that work ethic, bro, is where it stems from, man. I'm a a big believer in that and the character of who a person is because I'm telling you, bro, you got to run some tough times. It's going to get tough. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, bro, it's, hey, the struggle survive, right? It's like like animal kingdom, right? Like, hey, (laughs) you're going to make it mamba mentality, RIP. I mean, (laughs) it's the God's honest truth. You know, I think of him and I'm thinking, I'm watching the last dance with Michael Jordan and just to strive to be great and just want to be just the best. Not everybody has that ability, but if you don't start with that thought process, I don't think you're ever going to reach your full potential. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you, man. Keep your grind, bro. <laughs> Tell everybody yes, in Arkansas we said what up. Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. All right. <laughs> All Thanks, right, man. Baby. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Oh, man, dude, this is dope, bro. I love this. Man, look, I got my chains all out, bro. <laughs> good.
But it's true. I mean, like, you know, <clears throat> taking away from, from him right there, it's hard because there's, there's no blueprint way to do it. I right. mean, you, you know, Craig, you can go online or Joel, you can go online and you can look up Major League Baseball workouts and you're going to find a hundred different workouts. No so doubt I think about that's it. the biggest thing. And, you know, and it's even, I try and hashtag a lot of my, you know, my, my, my swing doctor switch stuff with got to be you. Mm-hmm. Know thyself, right? Like know who you are, right? Not everybody's the same. Not everybody's going to have the same abilities. And that's what makes it cool because you have the ability to be good at some things that people aren't good at, you know? For sure. And I, I feel like every off season, and this is kind of an extended off season for, for our college and high school guys, but yeah. like every off season was just like a, te- a test. So like you go home in the off season for like a minor league player and it's, okay, this off season, what am I going to do? Am I going to start hitting earlier? Am I going to start hitting late? Am I hit the same way? Am I going to start lifting heavy or or am I just going to keep it the same? And then all of a sudden, which is like, I will never miss this feeling because you can bust tail all off season and be the strongest and be in the best shape and take the, you know, most quality swings. But guess what? Baseball doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) sorry like baseball does not care care. like you can go and bust tail and just it's it's the game you can start off over 30 and just hang with them that's what i'm saying man and by the way man you know it joe you know it too just from me but showing up to like tryouts year after year showing up to organizations year after year for myself i busted my tail all off season to walk in the doors day one and somebody look at me and be like, damn, Swish, you've been working. And that's all I wanted to hear, bro. <laughs> Every hour that I was in that gym was for that one compliment when I walked in the door. Because the last thing I would ever want to do is show up unprepared, not ready for a situation, not ready for the, for the, the task at hand, right? And let's be honest, spring training doesn't just like spring up on you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's the same time every year. So like you're saying, Joel, that's what I would do regardless of what happened the season before and what I struggled with is the thing that I would really pump the year before. And it's even funny, man, Aaron Judge was the same way. When I was with him in 2016 and we were in the minor leagues, but I was still trying to make my comeback. It was crazy because the things that he struggled with that season, he came back in 2017, should have won the MVP that year when he hit 52. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And by the way, man, like, but he fixed the problem. Mm-hmm. And, he was, and I was like, bro, how do you make that adjustment? And he said, Swish, I've always been that type of guy. Whatever I've really struggled with the year before, that has been my main focus in the offseason mm. because I wanted to make sure that that wasn't an issue anymore. And obviously from the numbers that AJ puts up, bro, I mean, yeah. he's a stud, bro. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he's the type of guy you want on your squad each and every day. So it's cool, man. You know, it's like, I don't know, man, the hardest workers, bro. Like, they, you know, like they're, they're pretty good too, you know? For sure. So that kind of leads me into like the last question that I have as we dive a little bit deeper with Vic Swisher. So talking about making adjustments, and this kind of goes back to last week, we talked a little bit about superstitions, but like making adjustments, what kind of a bat guy were you? Were you like the dude that had all different kind of different models. Oh, bro, are you kidding up. me? Come on, man. I got two chains <laughs> on, bro. As a grown man, I'm swaggy, bro. Right? <laughs> I had so, all the gear, bro. All the gear, dude. The wristbands, sure. dude. The, the, the armbands, right? Like, the whole thing. 
had the different, you know, the different colored bats, right? Two tone bats. Not going Gotta up have there. I'm not going up there with the same color bat. Come on, let's go. <laughs> right? So, the elbow so, guard, the, the shin guard, even though you don't need it, right? Just to put it on there. Just in case. Look, hey, bro, I felt. Gotta hey, have it. At the end of the day, man, I put sunglasses on all the time because I felt like, in my mind, I was a superhero, right? Because you couldn't see my eyes, right? You didn't know what I was doing, right? I was doing something awesome, right? I don't know. Things like that, man. It's like I had, I had all the bats, man. I started off with a P72, uh, which Jeter. Jeter bat. Yeah, Derek Jeter, bro. He was 34-32, baby. No cup all day. That's it. 34-32, no cup, Derek Jeter, P72. Like eight million hits, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just rolls out of bed, mashing, dude. Right. But for myself, I went through so many different bats. And for myself, I'm, I, I like to get so finicky with my bats. I would always tape them all the time, mm. bro. I remember when I was struggling in Double A, bro, in Midland, Texas, man. I was sitting out on our balcony, bro, just like taping bats, like trying to figure out, like, if I taped the bat in a different way, that was gonna get me hits, right? You know what I mean? Like, trying to find something, so. For myself, I always kind of had that little barbershop tape up the, you know, up the, uh, up the handle, which was kind of cool. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I was definitely always been, a, always been the guy, dude. I got a storage <laughs> unit full of stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dude, the early 2000s, man, people were going crazy with that bat tape. Remember Marquise Grissom had like a 7,000 foot Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember Sammy Sosa, bro, and he had that knob on the bottom. It was like, right. this big, what the heck was going on with that <laughs> hey, thing? you know Sammy had something in that knob, bro. Because yeah, that thing exactly. was like. He was just like, just like that's, a, that's an athletic trainer's nightmare. Right <laughs> like, hey, uh, hey, is, this, hey is, this, is this Mueller? Mueller, yeah, we're going to need some more tape. We're gonna need some more tape. Oh, man. Johnson and Johnson, yeah, we're going to need some more tape. Yeah, this. Sammy just got a box of bats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, we're in trouble, bro. Oh, man. Yo, we're going to get ready to dive into our uh, last caller, but I wanted to circle back to that last uh, conversation we were having um, and just hit on one topic. You had mentioned it was the question about, you know, working out in the training from Kaysen. Um, but you said, you know, you can go online and you can Google major league workouts. You can, you can Google all these different kinds of workouts, but it depends on, on your body and, and who you are as a player. And I think the one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that you don't have to find the answer from something. You can find part of the answer from something and part of the answer from something else. There's so much knowledge out there that you can accumulate and obtain if, if we go into a situation thinking that this is the end all be all, and this is the workout that I have to do. This is the workout that's going to make me successful. And I do it without doing research on who I am as a player, what type of player I am, what kind of body type I have, what my right. nutrition is like. You could be putting in all these bad calories into your body and that's why you're not gaining any strength. So like, there's a lot of things that we need to look into if we're going to be serious about it. Obviously not everybody is serious about it. They want to say, What's the one workout that I can do that's going to take me to the next level? That's the person that's not going to push through the adversity. That's the person that when we're waiting for the college season to pick back up or the MLB season to pick back up or the high school season to pick back up, they're not training. They're sitting around not, not knowing what's going on because they're, they're not putting in that effort. So I think that's one thing to focus on is, yes, you're, you're right that you can look, look for all of these different workouts and see that they're all different and just pick one. Or you could say they're all different. Let me figure out what works in here, what works in here, what works in here and mold that into one thing. And I think that makes you a better person because you're not relying on somebody else to give you something and spoon feed you something, but you're actually being a student. Like Nick, you said, you don't like 
being in co- college for school, but you like being around people. That was your studying. You like being around the game of baseball yeah. and talking and getting to know people and having conversations. Like that's, that's the same thing. It, it's not book smarts, but like, it's the same concept. You're still learning and growing and getting an education. Yeah. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, man, I mean, I knew that when I, when I, I thought there would be a day when I would stop learning about the game of baseball. I thought there would become a day where I, I have played over 1500 games. Like uh, I'm, I, I, I work for Fox sports on the media side of it. Right. I'm working for Brian Cashman, and the Yankees on the, the ownership side of it. I always thought there would be a day that I would just stop learning about the game. And that day hasn't come. There's been that old cliche that the day you stop learning is the day you need to hang them up. Right. Well, that day hasn't even remotely began to happen for me. I, I keep seeing different things every year. And I, I'm just like you. I mean, I, I'm a student of the game. I want to continue mm-hmm. to keep learning as myself. It's funny because it's like, even like we're talking to these kids, like they can learn something from us, but I also feel like we're learning and we're taking oh, yeah. things away from them as well. I mean, it takes a village to get to where you want to go. You're not going to do it on your own. And like for us at Prospect Dugout, man, like this is what we want to do, right? We want to create that community. We want to create that place that people can come to to get information because Joe, man, you are, you're an information guy, right? At the end of the day, I'm more of like a doer. I would more like, I just want to try it out and see if it worked, right? Like you would put in the work, right? You'd be on the internet. You'd be like looking up all the stuff. You would be so much more prepared than me. That's why I like working with you, bro. (laughs) I mean, like it works out good because you're always going to learn things from different people. Mm -hmm. So keep your eyes open out there, everybody, man. Like you'll learn things from just looking around especially nowadays, man, like you kids are starting to work out a lot earlier than we did, bro. That's why you guys are better. (laughs) Right when you think you know everything, then you get hired as a minor league coach and have to learn rap soto. Yeah, right. (laughs) K-Vest. That's right. What you know about that blast system? What you know about that blast system, bro? What you got? I'm like, am I a minor league coach or a mathematician? (laughs) It's crazy, man, because it's like, even now, like, um, for ourselves, uh, being able to go to spring training with the Yankees is the coolest time of year because a lot of the guys and a lot of the, you know, big name Yankees are off, are often asked to be brought back, and a lot and, and, and there's four or five guys of those that are also special advisors as well. Mm-hmm. So it's so cool to see like that the Stump Merrills of the world and the Ron Guidrys and the Louisiana Lightnings and the you know even the Mariano Riveras and these guys that you know they haven't played for a little bit, mm-hmm. but like have that sort of like way of doing something and now with analytics everything has been like it's just blown the roof off of everything because now there's so many different thought processes on Mm -hmm. how to be successful right because let's be honest uh, analytics is is pretty much just trying to you know guess what happens next right they're trying to guess better than somebody else and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day all that information is great i think the people that get stuck are the people that have that certain mentality of doing something and not being open to what's what's available and the information that you can get because all you got to do is open your open your eyes up man and just listen because whether it has something to do with workouts or preparation for something or thought processes there's just so many different things and you can learn on an everyday basis and for myself i'm still growing as we speak today yeah for sure all right this is going to be a special call we've got uh, a duo jacob and Nick Madsen, they're brothers, and they're excited to join you. They are pumped. They are super excited. Oh, look at the setup. Oh, there let's go. go. Let's go. Let's go. What's good, fellas? Oh, we got to connect to audio. Yeah, we're just waiting for the audio to connect. It's connecting. 
Oprah, look at that Cope sign in the back, man. I got to call Dude, my this dad is over awesome. there. Dad's got to see that. All right, there we go. We got audio on them now. Yo, What's up, guys? fellas? Hey, I love your setup, man. You guys are working, bro. Wow. Man, you guys should start charging membership. How are you guys doing, man? Are you guys are you guys doing okay? Say it again, buddy. We're actually doing practicing for his team and my team at our house. Oh my gosh, bro. Hey, I want to be on your team, bro. I want to be on your team. <laughs> That's awesome. How are you guys doing so far through all this quarantine and stuff? I'm still working hard. Yeah, how's the school side of things going? You guys being nice to your parents during school days? Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well, I mean, like, what's, what's the game plan for you guys? I mean, when, do you guys know when you're maybe going back to school or when things are going to kick back up for you guys? Have you heard anything? Well, here in Nevada, most likely, I don't think we're going to be, you know, starting baseball again. The latest would be, like, July, maybe. Yeah. Uh, not looking good. I know, man. I'm so sorry you guys are going through this, man. This has got to be one of the hardest things you'll ever go through in your life, especially at your guys' age, because I couldn't – hey, bro, that's all I wanted to do was play me some baseball at y'all's age. So, hey, man, from, from, from us to you guys, man, like, hey, this is tough, but you're going to be able to get through this. And on the back end of it, to be able to have the facilities to do what you guys are doing, especially at your crib, man, that's awesome. Thank like, you. utilize what you have. Because at the end of the day, bro, you've got to be able to grind. You've got to be able to work, whether people are watching or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, man. What do you guys got for us? You got anything for us? Uh, yeah, I do. If you were a bad at bat, how would you – uh, what tool did you do to regroup and not bring that to the field or to your next at-bat? Um, hey, some at-bats are worse than others, my man. <laughs> some at-bats are worse than others. I think for myself, um, I guess you just kind of get into that routine, right? I think you, you just understand that there's more to the game of baseball than just your at-bat. It's not all about just one player. I think that's what I love about baseball most. It's a, it's a team game made up of individuals, meaning that you have to do your part and I have to do my part. But at the end of the day, we all get the credit. It's not all one certain person. So I think for myself, maybe not putting that much pressure on myself, right? Like not feeling like I had to do something because even when I got to the big leagues and I felt like I had to do something and I would press and press and press, I would just get worse and worse and worse and worse. Little man, I went 0 for 28 in the big leagues, bro. One of the most embarrassing things ever. Oh, dude, bro, that's what? Four? I mean, like, come on, bro. We're talking, like, eight, nine games, no knocks, bro. Like, nothing. Like, just embarrassing. Going up and putting up zeros all day. So, know that, that sometimes things are going to – it's going to be tough, and it's not going to be fun, and nobody's going to want to go through situations like that. But you're going to get better by going through situations like that. You're, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to get great by never failing. And at the end of the day, know that baseball, that I mean, come on. If you succeed only three out of 10 times, baby, you go into Cooperstown and there's no other job that you could tell me in the world. You could be successful only three out of 10 times and still have a job on Monday morning. I just don't think it's possible. So just understand that, Hey, sometimes you got to play the long game. Sometimes it's not all about right now. Sometimes it's about, hey, sometimes you get knocked down. But at the end of the day, what are you going to do? You're going to get right back up. 
And let's be honest, man, you're a Chicago Cub fan. Let's be honest, you guys have been knocked out a lot. But what <laughs> happened? You got back up and you won that ring, right? And you got that ring. So you know firsthand exactly how people can fall, how people can be at the lowest and get themselves to the top of that mountain. So I don't know, man. I, I guess at the end of the day, know that another bat is coming. Know that another bat is coming. And you don't always have to affect the game on one side of the baseball. You don't even have to affect it on the offensive or the defensive side. What happens if, you, if you're cheering your teammates up and everyone else gets pumped up, right? What if that energy gets going? What if – I always want to be a good teammate too, bro, right? Not always a good player. Be a good teammate. There's more to the game than just offense and defense. It's not all about the numbers. It's about the little things that sometimes people don't always see. And you may not get credit for it, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, man, because you feel good about yourself. Every night when you go to bed, you know you gave each and everything you had, offensively, defensively. I was a great base runner, and I was a kick-butt teammate as well, right? Strive to think about it like that. Don't necessarily think about that you have to do things, but other than just the joy of going out and playing the game. Because not everybody gets to do what you guys are doing. Not everybody gets to have the bats, you know, the bats that you guys might have or the batting gloves. You know what I mean? So just love it, man. Enjoy it. Have a blast with it, bro, because it's a great game. And you guys are experiencing that even in the darkest of times during Corona, you guys are still banging and mashing and high-fiving and having a good time in your own garage. Because homie, I can promise you if I was in your neighborhood, I'd be over at your house for <laughs> sure, bro. No doubt about it. That's it. Nick, do you have a question, buddy? Um, well, yeah, so I'm a pretty skinny guy, but I eat a lot. But what food fueled you before a game? Like, what food exactly? What food did I? Oh, man. What so you're talking, we're talking early 2000s, bro. That wasn't exactly yeah. like our MO was eating healthy before the game. That just wasn't exactly our thing. <laughs> but I can always remember my dad had a thing. And my dad played in the big leagues from 1973 to 1983, right? He's a catcher. His name was Steve Swisher. And before every game, he did a thing of honey. He loved it. He was like, that was his energy, you know, like that was his. I mean, bro, it wasn't the smart. Mom was Red Bulls back in the day. That's not smart nowadays. But, like, that's, sometimes I would just, you know, need something to get, get it ready. And I think nowadays it's like I'd rather play light. I'd rather be light. I don't want to feel heavy. So I think for myself, I didn't really eat, eat a whole lot before the games just because I was all nervous, bro. And I knew that if I ate too much, I'd probably go throw up because I was so nervous anyways. <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? But that was what made me feel alive. That was what made me feel good was just that nervous energy. And I love that because I knew I was doing it for the right reasons, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Marshawn Lynch with Skittles. So. Yes, right? Yes. <laughs> hey, bro, I wish I could pound Skittles like that. I could get a Skittles contract. Hey, Prospect Dugout sponsored by Skittles. <laughs> you know, it. kicking it with your boy Switch. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, man, I, I love it, man. I love the fact that you two are on here, man. I love the fact that you two are asking questions. I love that, man, because we just talked a little bit ago about keeping your eyes open and learning from everybody. It doesn't matter if you're learning from your mom or from your dad or from your sister or from your cousins or from your uncle or, or your best homie right, or your teammate. At the end of the day, you're always learning. And I think for you guys, man, be sponges. Soak it all up. Because like you're saying, hey, my man, you may not be skinny next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what you worried about? You don't know what's going to happen yet. Like, bro, you look like you're going to be about six foot five at some point, bro. I know that. Right. So at the end of the day, don't worry about that, man. Don't look so far ahead. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy where you are right now. Because right now is a great time, man. Don't rush to be an adult. Mm. Try to be a kid. Have fun. Enjoy all that stuff. 
Because believe me, homie, as you get older, more and more stress starts to creep into your life, bro. You see all these gray hairs, bro? Dang on, man. This used to be clean black, bro. Not anymore, man. You know what I mean? So I think for you guys, man, just keep grinding, man. Enjoy this time because you never know, man. We may never do something like this ever again. So when you look back on this time, have a good memory of it instead of a bad one. Yeah, of course. For sure. And I've I've learned one thing. I got to step up my garage game because mine don't look yeah. like that. Oh, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Look, hey, hey, they got, yeah. they, got the, they got the wrestling pads over there in the corner. Oh, oh. man. Let's go. <laughs> I love it, man. That's awesome. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, man, all the love to you guys, man, during this tough time. Keep grinding, baby, and we're going to get through it, okay? All right, you too, man. All right, sure, fellas. guys. Thank you so See much, Bob, for calling in. <laughs> See you. Thanks. Bro, Dude. that's amazing, man. Yeah, top setup, this? top setup in the league right there. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> wow. That was amazing. I, I told him, man, I, hey, bro, if I was in the neighborhood, I'll be there for for sure. Right. Hey, hey, no man. joke. Like, hey, we're gonna go over there, we're gonna squat <laughs> on the bench, bro. Like, what do what? you need? Whatever you need, we got it. Yo, also, too, man, the fact that those kids are that of yeah. that age, and those are the things that they're worried about. Right. right? Yeah, like, that's good stuff. It's crazy, because when we were that age, we didn't think about all that stuff. It's now everything's a little more technical. And I think now everybody's trying to learn so much more about, you know, I guess, like, life, I guess. There's just inf more information out there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, when we're, we're, you know, when we're coming up in, at their age, that young, I was crushing Happy Meals after the game. Oh, bro, like, come on, man. Dairy like, Queen. Now these kids are going to get, like, healthy shots at Smoothie King. I know, bro. <laughs> hey, I remember my dad used to make me a Metrex shake, dude, at night, yes. bro. And it was like drinking Elmer's glue. <laughs> and every night my dad was like, hey, you need to drink this because you're going to gain weight, right? <laughs> you're going to gain weight. And I'm like this. It's <laughs> like, like the grossest thing ever. So I, I, I do, man. I just think now kids have it harder than we did. And, and I think we have to be open to that. I think we really need to understand it. It wasn't as easy as it was when we were kids. Things are For a lot sure. more technical. Things are a lot more difficult. And I think yeah, these people, kids, man, like, hey, hey, no, hey, we're out here trying to help them all, you mm -hmm. know? But yeah, I think people think it's that it's it's people think that it's a lot easier because there's so much more information. But I think, like you said, I think it's harder. Yeah, man, it's there just, is more information. I think there's just way more expectation on these mm -hmm. kids at a way more early age. I mean, they know who like the best player in the country is in like the eighth grade. I'm like, what? Bro, I wouldn't even, they wouldn't even like, they, they wouldn't spell my name right or something. I, they'd be like, who? This guy, who? At eight years old, eighth grade? Who? This skinny, gangly kid? Who? You know what I mean? So it's like, I think everybody takes so much stock in all that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm a little behind and I, maybe I need to start taking more stock in that. But I do know this, man. I know that there have been Hall of Fame baseball players that have been drafted in the 30th round. So I know that there is a way to get it done. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, the best player in high school isn't always the best player in college. Mm -hmm. Right. For sure. No doubt about it. Yeah. Remember, remember that uh, video of Mariano Rivera talking about the first glove that he had was just a little cardboard box. Yes. Like, I mean, yes. That, that's, where, that's where we got stuff coming from. You know, big-time baseball players that don't have the resources that we have now. And, and, that's, and that's kind of a, a way to look at it, too, is, like, there's so much information. You have so many options that it kind of leads to inactivity. Like, right. sometimes when you think about it, the more options that you have, 
the more decisions you have to make realistically. So you're well, sometimes... the more fickle you can become. Correct. And because so if you don't get instant gratification or right. instant feedback, oh, yeah. well, this don't work. I'm going to just jump over here. Or, oh, this don't work. And then now you don't stick to a plan, stick to a yeah. process and well, see I, it through. Yeah, man. Well, I think that's what happens too, especially when kids go in slumps. They immediately think they have to change something. Gosh. Because they want that instant gratification, right? They want to make sure that they can get the hit so they can write it in the scorebook so that somebody thinks they see that. And I, mm -hmm. and I think that's where we need to grab these kids to be like, hey, that's not everything. That's not, it's not all about the result of what you're doing. It's about that process and about how you're doing things moving forward. Because we want to be great people and, and, and great athletes and all that, man. We want to be well-rounded people. That's why I'm like, play other sports, Play basketball, right? Try hockey, do football, right? Flag football, whatever you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Anything. It's just, I don't know. I just think more well-rounded athletes, bro. It just, it works out better, you know? Yeah, yeah it, helps you, it helps you be able to move. I tell, I tell the kids that I work with all the time, if I'm working with, especially like 10, 11, 12-year-olds, yeah. it's like, yo, go play football, go play basketball. Go play yeah, anything it, because it's going to teach you how your body works and how to move. Because I see too many young guys that are just sold out to baseball at 10, 11, 12 years old, playing 150 games a year, which is absurd. Bro, hey, hey, that kid's done playing at 13, bro. But he doesn't know how to move right and left. He's like a robot. He's like a baseball robot because right. he doesn't know how his body moves. And he only knows how the coach that taught him how to field a ground ball knows how to move. Yeah, it's so funny, man, because even know. like this year, like for the little bit of spring training that we were able to go to, we had X amount of infielders, right? And we had a few rigid infielders, a few bigger guys, kind of burly guys. So it was my idea. I was like, hey, do me a favor. Let's put our gangly guys with our smoothest guys. Because then all of a sudden they start watching each other. And mm -hmm. then the gangly guys are like, wow, man, like I'm so stiff and I'm so <laughs> rigid. Like, you know, look at how, you know, Peraza or, or what's his name feels a ground ball, right? Like, they're smooth, they're rhythmic, they're, they're comfortable, they're confident. And then all of a sudden, after about three or four days of those guys working together, it starts to fuel over and they learn from each other just from being around each other. So it's like you're saying, man, it's like we got people from coming all over the place to play our game. Mm -hmm. And, and I, in my mind, that's why I guess that makes us the best, right? That's it. You guys are listening to, watching, actually, kicking it with your boy Swish, Nick Swisher, 12-year <laughs> MLB vet. World Series champion with the Yankees. Two. Uh, dude, like this is episode two. Fire. Technical difficulties don't matter because we're having fun. No. No, you know what, Joel? Hey, man, you know, bro. I mean, we talk, we talk every other day. Craig, you as well. And we're here because we want to help, right? That's it. We want to help some sure. people. And at the end of the day, man, if there's something that maybe that maybe myself has gone through that can maybe fuel over into your life where you can learn a little bit from this. That's what we're here to do, man. I mean, I think just in general at Prospect Dugout, that's what we're trying to do in general. We're trying to help our guys. We're trying to push them to the next level in, in whatever that is. And, you know, like, hey, like I say every time, man, for myself to be able to be part of all this, man, I, I, I'm honored to be here, bro. I'm honored to be able to talk to these young kids and to have these kids have the faith to be like, wow, man, maybe he does know what he's talking about or – Maybe he does have a good outlook on life. For myself, that feels good. So to all you guys, you know, in the Prospect Dugout family, bro, like, it's an honor to talk to you guys, man. I love this, man. Every Tuesday night, 6 p.m., let's get it! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. With that, let's wrap it up. Every Tuesday night, 6 p.m., like Nick said, join us here, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, prospectdugout.tv, to submit your question. Join us here live. Have a little conversation, a little chat. 
with your boy Swish. You can follow him on Instagram at your boy Swish. You don't want to miss it. He's got a lot of good stuff going on. Until next <laughs> time. That's right. That Craig's going to look good next week too, y'all. going to look good next week too. <laughs> That's it. All right. For Craig Maddox and Nick Swisher, I'm Joel Hartman. We'll see you next time. Yes. Want to have your question answered live by Nick Swisher? Head to prospectdugout.tv to submit your question now.